And welcome to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. You bet. We're back, baby. Here we are. Here we are. Per usual, there is a good energy in the gym. God, I love that line. Mm. That's Great. how you know we're here. We're ready to go. You bet. That's, you bet. That's our first t-shirt when we get there. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Let's do it. That's great. Um, shout That's great. Out, shout out to your wife for making cookies. Let me tell you. She always makes... They're very good. She makes me good stuff. And I, I, don't, I never ask, and it's great. It's mm-hmm. like the best gift mm-hmm. ever. It's incredible. If no. This is the way to win my, to win my heart, and mm-hmm. she has won it already. Yeah. So. I certainly do not deserve these great oh. cookies. I so rarely actually have to ask for them. They just show up. And then, Isn't that the best? It's incredible. It's incredible. And they're so good. And my favorite thing to do is to eat too many right before bed, get a tummy <laughs> ache, and uh, just so she gets to deal with it. Just slip into a food coma. <laughs> just be like, I'm done. I am out. It's a great way to go. Food comas are the best. Oh, my goodness. It just make me think of Thanksgiving. Yep, I'm getting I nostalgic. Knew <laughs> you knew that I was going to go there. I knew I was going to go there. <laughs> It's great. Good food, great food. Just hard to hard to beat. So yeah. We love food. We do. We do. And how can you not? How can you not? How can you not? We love good food. We love good comics. Good comic book movies, content. We are we're in a really unique spot right now because we are right on the cusp of some very substantial new content coming out. Like we've been teased for a little while, I mm-hmm. think. Um, we have the absolute delicious holiday meal that was Spider-Man No Way Home. And honestly, that could carry me through the next year. I haven't come down from that high. Don't I, think I will. I, I have no I plans to. Will, have no plans to. Mm. And since that time, I think we've also had the blessing of Morbius being delayed, hopefully perpetually. <laughs> I can't wait to see that and just rag on the movie. Like, I'm going into it prepared to hate it. How upset will you be if he just shows up in the Multiverse of Madness? Oh. <sighs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I would not be upset if Venom comes in, right? But if Morbius comes in, I'm gonna don't be a little need concerned. Morbius. <laughs> we don't need Morbius. We definitely do. Oh my gosh. We definitely do. Oh my gosh. All right, we're gonna. There's a rabbit trail we can go down. I'm gonna not go down there just yet because I need to stay on topic. Yes. We've got the Batman coming out in March. Yes. We've got Moon Knight coming out in March. And then, I mean, when March is here, it's officially springtime. And if it's springtime, that means summer's right around the corner. And I love summer. And we've got, as we've mentioned multiple times on the pod, multiple wonderful, fantastic potential from D.C. (laughs) coming out this summer. Potential. Potential. Wait, which one is this one? Black Adam. Oh, yes. Coming out in the summertime. July, right? Yep. The Mm. Flash coming out. Towards the end of the year, uh, Aquaman later <laughs> in the fall. <laughs> that uh, one I'll go see. But then Marvel's going to continue to crank out killer content. And see? man, it's the summer. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I'm hankering for that summertime. Like, it's the stinking yeah, middle of February. Yeah. I grilled today. Again, I just want to grill every day so badly. I don't blame you at all. So badly. It's time. I love Let's meat. Let's go. Yes. Meat. Give me the green grass. Yes. I, I'm even willing. You know what? I don't like sweating, but I'm willing to sweat. Give me 95 degrees with a lot of humidity. Let's go. I would rather be hot than cold, so absolutely. Yep. 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 But 
I was just thinking we our duties is kind of a double edged sword because right. we got to go watch some of those crappy superhero movies that we know Ooh. are gonna be crap. You know, we have to do it for the pod. You know, we have to. Here's what we need to do because okay. I don't want to forget this rabbit trail. All right, okay. crappy movies. Morbius. Here's what gets me. All right. Okay. Before the movie has even come out. Yes. How are we getting a Morbius movie right before so many other worthwhile, noteworthy Marvel characters? But then I realized this has happened before. We've had a Ghost Rider movie. No, two. We had two Ghost We've Rider had movies. two. It did so good the first time. There was a second one. So... But think about how uh, early Daredevil came out compared to some of the other ones. Exactly. Did you think we'd That's get a point? Did, do you think we'd That's get a point. Daredevil movie before we got like no? I mean, Captain America, Iron Man, because those are big, big names in Marvel. Right. Like, how was Daredevil a bigger name at that point than than those? Like Iron Man. Uh-huh. And, yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you had your X Men movies. Mm-hmm. You had your Spider-Man movies; those make sense. Those are their, sense. some of their big sellers. And then you have you had a Fantastic Four movie that makes sense. That's Marvel's first family. And all of those characters, X-Men, Spider-Man, not certain about the Fantastic Four, but X-Men and Spider-Man certainly had really popular cartoon runs in the 1990s. That is true. And so you had a really, not just the, the niche comic book fans, but you had uh, pop culture awareness with all those already characters. Yep, already established. I already established. I never thought of that. That's interesting. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I don't remember Fantastic Four they did went have, that route. Okay, they did have a 90s cartoon. I believe Iron Man had a 90s cartoon. Okay. There's, there's always okay. those weird, obscure 90s cartoons that didn't last as long as the other yeah, two. Yeah, I think that was the Fantastic Four yeah. deal. I don't think it lasted or caught on really that well. And X-Men. It was so X-Men pop- was huge. X-Men was so popular huge. that it is getting a sequel season. Did you hear about that? Disney Plus. I did. That's wild. Now he's X Men. I hope they keep the same uh, like animation style. To be honest, and they just kind of freshen it up a little bit. Sure, sure. But so yeah, Ghost Rider. Shoot, even Blade. Like in the nineteen nineties. Like how does Blade? Oh, that's a fair. That's a good one. That's Not just point. Blade, but R rated and like hard R rated and three of them. Yes, yes. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. So as much as I'm ragging on Morbius, I have to be fair in the sense that, hey, this is not the first or only, nor will it be the last time that we're going, really, that that movie? That character? So, hey, who knows? I should probably go in with an open mind, but I'm already so set in my ways that I'm convinced I'm going to hate it. And so I'm going to go in intending to hate it. And you know what? If it turns me little vampire pun there, all right, if it turns me. Fangs out, baby. I will say, I'll deal with it. I will say this. This is what I think concerns me the most. Yep. And there's another movie that had this same issue. Oh, boy. The amounts of delays is, is what scares me. Yep. Because do you remember New Mutants? Did you ever watch uh, that movie? Uh-uh. I never watched that movie because it got delayed so many times. Yep. Now, I know COVID was a part of it a little bit, but also a little bit of it was on net. And it's it just like, wasn't good. Well, it got delayed. <laughs> like, they said, oh, yeah, the movie's done. And then it got delayed for a year. Right. Like, it was just like delay, right. delay. And it's like, why are you releasing the movie at this yeah. point? And then they finally just dropped it. 
I have not seen it, and I don't care to. No, I mean, do you know anybody that has seen it? Mm-mm. Neither do I. But it's, like, supposed to be, like, a horror take. Right. Why? Nobody... Because why not? No. no. I heard something about, like, a mutant bear or something. I don't know. I don't tough. know. I don't know enough. Don't don't hold me to that. Pretty you go, tough. Go watch it if you want to Pretty go watch tough. it. I'm just going to take these now. Dude, take them now. Get after it. Oh, look. Oh, but you got the other two. We're right, we're right on the cusp, my man. So we are on the cusp. We have continued to receive some really outstanding content. Um, I've been re-listening through um, a podcast that I listened to years ago, recapping all the Marvel movies in depth in great detail. And just getting great joy out of, in that sense, kind of rehashing those movies. Like, my wife and I want to go through and rewatch all the Marvel movies again. I think three weeks ago. I've been wanting we, to do the same. Yeah, we rewatched Iron Man, and we still haven't gotten around to watching Iron Man 2. Uh, Life with Kids makes it a little bit tougher. Mm, for sure. We watched Encanto instead tonight, which, great movie. Great movie. Have you seen it? No, but I will tell you the amount of times I've yep. heard. Yep. Don't. Yep. We don't talk about yep. Bruno and yep. everything getting, and everything. It's getting overworked. Yep. Not it's, helpful. It's all. It's let it go all over again. Oh boy, it is. It is. Really good movie. So I won't. We won't delve into that too deeply. Point is, love love those Marvel movies. Absolutely love them. So looking forward to to what's coming out in the very very near future. So we'll talk, of course, about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because thank you, Super Bowl. We got another trailer. Probably the best thing to Which, come out of that Super Bowl. By the way, call, we called that too. Yes, we did. We did call that. Yep. It's like, we you did. know what? We did. We got a Moon Knight trailer. I bet we get a Doctor Strange trailer. There is no doubt. We are on... Flipping profits. Fire. Mm-hmm. That was fire. If I had Fuego. somebody to animate that for me, that would be coming out right now. I can see that. No, thank you. Yeah, you can imagine it. That's it's great. It. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk Doctor Strange. You plowed through the entire book of Boba Fett. Kudos to you. I watched one episode and then said, you know what? I'm going to let my guy Riles take this. So thank you for bearing that load. You're welcome. Appreciate you. Um, we'll I talk appreciate some me comics. Yeah, a little Scott Snyder Batman we're going to get into. Cora Owls. Ooh, some, speaking of Fuego, there is Fuego. A plenty, a plenty in there, um, and you know Got what? Fresh smell too. That's right. We'll we'll throw a few kind of random hits in here. We haven't talked Lord of the Rings ever on this podcast, but it's my most beloved set of movies. And as it turns out, there's a Lord of the Rings TV show coming out way later this year. But they finally gave us a trailer tease again. Thank you, Super Bowl. So that just gives me an excuse to talk Lord of the Rings, which gets me excited. So we got just a smorgasbord today here, Riles. Just a smorgasbord. Oh, that's, you know what? That's yeah. the perfect description of what we have. Just a good old Scandinavian <clears throat> it's, feast. It's like a charcuterie board for nerds. I love it. Charcuterie boards are great. Yes. That's outstanding. I remember the first time I heard that word. Uh-huh. Charcuterie. And I made my mom say it again because I didn't believe her that that was a word. <laughs> She's like, yeah, she's having a charcuterie board. I'm like, a what now? And is and it charcuterie char- or is it charcuterie? I don't know. I'm probably yeah. saying it wrong. But she goes, I probably a charcuterie? Too. I'm like, right. what's a charcuterie board? Yeah. Is that a word? And she goes, it's the one with all the meats and the cheeses. Meats like, and cheese. And then you uh, got to ask, sense. why didn't you say that? Why didn't you say meat and cheese? I'm going right? to say, it's just a meat and cheese tray. Uh-huh. Not the charcuterie. It's, it's fancied up. It, probably unnecessarily. 
because it's meat and cheese. It's a snobby. It's a snobby name. Okay, it's a snobby name. You know. If you prefer to say charcuterie over meat and cheese, you're probably drowning when it rains. Yep, and there's probably caviar on the side of whatever <sighs> else you eat. You weirdo. Keep that octopus <laughs> away from me. <laughs> the calamari. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Caviar see, is, not, not a snob. See, not a snob. See? Yep. Yeah. Caviar yep. is fish eggs. You're right. Which is worse. Eesh. And your escargot can go. Good for you. Thank you. Let's do it. All right. I'm here all week. Comics. <laughs> let's, let's talk comics. Let's get into it. So Boom. here we go. Scotty Snyder, Greg Capullo, new 52 Batman, Court of Owls. All right. A little context for all y'all. So DC... Much like Marvel, much like any comic book publisher, had this decades-long worth of continuity that more often than not became burdensome, right? Rather than a help, it was more of a hindrance, more of a limitation. And we've talked over and over again, as a matter of fact, in the most recent podcast where we discussed the Injustice storyline from DC, how alternate universe storylines tend to be some of the best, quite frankly, mm-hmm. because they don't bear the same weight of limitations and the decades worth of continuity. So DC took it a big step further back in about 2010 where they said, wait a minute, what if we just reset it all back to issues one for almost all if not all, of their characters, particularly their major characters, including your boy, Batman. Now, because it's comics, it was not nearly as clean as that because somehow we're going, hey, Batman has been reset to issue one, and yet we're starting in the middle of the Batman story where he's got his Bat family, so his son Damian Wayne is already around. Jason Todd as the Red Hood is already around. So there's a lot of story that has taken place. So it's not, it quite frankly, was not a true break. But nonetheless, the idea was ambitious. The take was bold. And probably the best to come out of the New 52 is found right here. Scott Snyder and the work that he did with the main Batman storyline in the New 52 continuity. Scott Snyder, right off the bat, drops in a brand new set of villains. So not villain singular, but set of villains or villainous entity, the Court of Owls. What a big swing by Scott Snyder, and my goodness, did he crush it. We're talking 500-foot moonshot that never lands on earth like the ball just gets hit and you're going that's never coming down that's what scott snyder did thank with you the for specifying a moonshot because i got real confused yeah 100 percent. not coming down never coming down just blasted it out court of owls what on earth is the court of owls so there's some natural adversarial opportunity here because the owl is a natural predator to a bat Okay. What? Psych. Science. Crazy nature coming (laughs) into play. But there's this phenomenal idea where Scott Snyder goes, hey, what if for as much as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, believes that he knows 
his city, that he knows everything there is to know about Gotham, right? He uses the city to his advantage when he is battling his massive rogues gallery. That's one of his secret weapons is he knows every nook and cranny of Gotham City. What if he actually didn't know it that well? What if there was this villainous entity beneath the surface manipulating events behind the scenes so subtly that not even Batman had picked up on it and yet so significantly that Batman eventually could not ignore it because it was going to collide with his quest to rid Gotham of evil. And that's where we get the Court of Owls. It's this centuries, centuries <coughs> old evil group of Gothamites that are doing just that, pulling the political strings, pulling the criminal strings. If there's a string, it's being pulled by the Court of Owls. And when Batman starts to uncover evidence of their existence, he's so confident that he knows everything about his city that he actually legitimately denies it. Like Even when the evidence is right there for the world's greatest detective, it goes so strongly against what he thinks he knows about Gotham City that he refuses to believe it until the Court of Owls abducts Batman, takes him into their underground lair, which is a little ironic because the Owls should be living above ground, but you know, nonetheless, nonetheless, underground lair, hard to argue with that. They didn't study their science. No, no, they, they they took the nature only so far. They should have been in the trees. And they take Batman through this labyrinth of challenges and obstacles, ultimately almost killing him, like stretching him to the breaking point, physically, psychologically, every way imaginable. Batman escapes the trap goes back to his home in Wayne Manor. But as it turns out, the Court of Owls, they know who Batman is. They know he's freaking Bruce Wayne. And so they go after him in Wayne Manor. Chaos absolutely ensues. The whole Bat family gets involved. Batman, one of the greatest, I don't know if you want to call it tricks or ploys, perhaps, that the Court of Owls tries to pull off, is they try and convince Bruce Wayne that he had a brother, an older brother that his parents never told him about because he got in a bad, very bad car accident as a young boy. And this alleged older brother comes back into play and legitimately believes, by the way, that he's Bruce Wayne's older brother and has been trained by the Court of Owls to be one of their master assassins, which they call a Talon. Not bad as far as assassin names go, by the way, the Talon. And he and Bruce Wayne, he and Batman have this epic, epic fight that neither of them win, neither of them lose. It's effectively a draw. Bruce Wayne's brother or not brother melts into the shadows, just waiting to strike at Bruce Wayne another melts. day. Melts, yeah, figuratively speaking. Oh, okay. Figuratively speaking, not literally melts. It's like, how hot was it? <laughs> this, this, this battle got zesty really quick. But the Court of Owls is established not just in the New 52 continuity, but as an outstanding Batman adversary for all time. So if you're looking for a really good jumping on point for Batman, can't recommend this enough for that respect, but also just out of a, hey, what's a great Batman story? Right here, Court of Owls. Volume 1 by Scott Snyder. Volume 2, The City of Owls, The Battle Expands, Continues. It's incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. And it takes some doing 
to create a villain that is worth multiple stories. But the Court of Owls, they're not going anywhere. And, man, they just need to show up in the movies at some point, Riles. Yeah, I agree. So, and they're, incredible stuff. And they're a very unique villain, too. Yep. They're not like, yep. like, hey, I'm going to inject myself with steroids and beat the crap out of you. Or they're not like, hey, I'm a psychopath clown. I'm going to shoot up everybody, and they're all going to die. Poison the water. Well, and part of what makes them so unique is that they're just this legion yeah. Right? It's not a single individual or entity. It is this body of people that seemingly has no end, right? Because there's always people with with the money, with the influence, with the power that want more of it. And when you give those people this secret society, secret society to become a part of where you can gain additional influence and power, uh, it's tough to beat. That on top of like not knowing who's your enemy mm-hmm. and where they're coming from because it could essentially be anyone. You don't know. Correct. Because they're all hidden. You know, so. this thought just occurred to me. It's kind of like the Hydra of the DC universe. Yes, except not as uh, is flamboyant the word. Flamboyant is the word. That's a good word. Yep. Like much more just, subtle. Yes. Yes, much more are, subtle. Yes. Right. Hydra is very proud of shouting "Hail Hydra." Yes. And when it's not strategically wise, yeah. Just green. Subtlety is not their strength. Oh boy. Yeah. But I did have this funny thought when we were talking about the owls being having a cave instead of like being up high, and I just had this hilarious thought process of them having like a hidden treehouse, just where they all group together, (laughs) like. Like teenage boys, right? And they're like, "What are we gonna do to Gaffin today?" <laughs> Guys, we can see you. You're in a friggin' treehouse. And then, and then on the, you know, it says outside, "No girls allowed" or something like that. You know, <laughs> something totally juvenile. No bats allowed. No bats allowed. Well, part of what I mean, part of what is really cool that that reminds me with this story, as Batman is trying to uncover more of the evidence and trying to piece it together to figure out, hey, who is it that's manipulating things behind the scene? He discovers these owls' nests, if you will, that are hidden inside almost every major structure or building that has been built in Gotham City for the last 100 years. And what's particularly compelling about that is the Wayne family has been a huge influence on Gotham City for just about that long of time, right? So if a big building was constructed, the Waynes had something to do with it. And so these owls, the Court of Owls, have literally been building these secret nests within what the Wayne family has been building. So it's like this virus that they've been injecting for decades and then the centuries. And so as Batman uncovers the various owl's nests where the talons, the assassins have been operating out of, he's just, again, he's just in denial. He's like, there's just no way that I didn't know about this. There's no way that this is real. This is some kind of a ruse. I mean, it is, it's awesome because Batman is so confident so freaking confident and he should be like he's really good right he's really skilled but the court of owls and their talents man they just push him to the absolute brink and so it's it's phenomenal it's really stinking good 
So, quick question too. Hit me. And this, do they have? Uh, do they touch on Dick Grayson's like thing? association yes. with them? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to know. I didn't know if that was like a bit major reveal or not. So yeah. I didn't want to go they, too in depth. No, they don't. At least in this particular line of comics, they don't spend too much time with it. So what they talk about in this line, and they might do more with uh, with a different author, like kind of an offshoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But essentially Dick Grayson was targeted by the Court of Owls to be one of their talons. Mm-hmm. And so part of what is so bizarre about the talons is that some of these guys are really freaking old, but they've put been put into essentially cryo sleep or put on ice for decades just until like Walt Disney. Exactly, just like our guy Walt. Until until they're, you know, the powers that be within the court of Owl say, hey, we need to wake one of these talents up. We got somebody to kill. And so they can essentially be Bucky Barnes, winter soldiered, awake, do their deal, and then be put back to sleep. And Dick Grayson was one of these candidates. He didn't know about it until Bruce Wayne uncovered the plot. So a nice little tease in there. Again, it's not a huge deal in here, but it is noteworthy nonetheless. Good pull on your part. Yeah, that's great. So there you go. There's your uh, there's your once a podcast comics recommendation. Batman, The Court of Owls, New Fifty Two with DC. Pretty like we could get into someday like the the goods and the bads of the uh, the New Fifty Two. There's plenty to, to pick nits with, <laughs> plenty, but what is not to be nitpicked is the Batman run by Scott Snyder in the New 52. It's outstanding, not the least of which, Court of Owls, so check it out. If you haven't done that, you won't regret it. Beautiful pitch. Love it. I'm sold. There you go. Sold. Give me my commission. That's great. Hey, so that's some good Batman talk. Beautiful Batman talk. Do you want to go Boba Fett or Multiverse of Madness? What you feeling? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. What am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of want to break into Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Good answer. Good answer. So a new trailer came out. And it's a beautiful trailer. Now, I missed the TV spot for the Super Bowl. That's fine. I missed it. Well, no. That's fine. Well, and I watched the trailer. Yeah. But I, re- I didn't realize that there was like a few minor differences. Oh. In the TV spot. Oh, boy. From the actual trailer. Have you seen both? I've seen both, but I could not have told you that there was a difference, Riles. Because I think in the TV spot, they show Zombie Strange, and they show uh, okay. and they show uh, Defender Strange. Oh, wow. The weird, like, ponytail wow. dude. Because I didn't... I, now, I could be crazy. Okay. But when I watched it, I didn't see those pics. But, all right. Let's just... Let's just address the elephant in the room first. Do it. With the fact that Patrick Stewart is in this movie. Hello. Hello. That's the elephant in the Old room. Well, P. Stew. Confirmed. That was his voice. And I think on IMDb, he is confirmed to have his role in the movie. So, we're getting the Illuminati. That's happening. That's legitimately happening, and I am all for it. But it's interesting they went with Patrick Stewart over James McAvoy. Again, all all for it. Cool with it. Love it. 
Absolutely but, love it. Sure, there's the Defender Doctor Strange. I just had to watch that Super Bowl Spox. I'm like, time out. Yeah, because... Blowing me away. Yeah, yeah, because there's a few shots in there. Yep. That right there. weren't in the... There's the your trailer. Illuminati, by the way. Yep. Yep. I'll be darned. And then that up oh, that shot right there... It's fantastic. ...is also something to discuss. Because there's Zombie Strange, or whatever. Mm, mm-hmm. So okay. it looks like there's some nods to the What If series, which I find fascinating. With that, because I think there was a there's right. a shot of Zamba 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 Zombie Wanda. <laughs> I think there's a shot of her in there. But that yeah. So then there is this fight scene or whatever in here, where it it kind of reminds you of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. where they're basking in energy mm-hmm. and just flying at people. People slowed that down and are saying that is superior Iron Man Tony Stark, a.k.a. Tom Cruise. Which, if that is the case, my gosh, bro. <laughs> We're just scratching the surface of this movie. Yeah. Let's come back to the Patrick Stewart piece because that's yes. the most definitive. Hey, this guy this is, is definitely for sure, in it. This yes. guy is yep. for, sure, for sure in it. Uh, pretty fascinating stuff. My my guess at this point is that it is going to be played very similarly to what we encountered in Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. okay? Which is Marvel is acknowledging the previous uh, previous movies, in this case the X-Men movies, as a multiversal existence, right? So which a I variant, love. which is right, which is great. It's the right way to do it. Absolutely. You're not pretending that it didn't exist. You're honoring the past. You're honoring the past. You're even having some fun with it. Giving it some nostalgia. And you're, like, right, hey. you're picking out the best parts of, hey, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier, phenomenal casting. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. And so you're bringing him into play. <laughs> I mean, that that's great. And you can do it that whatever you want. Seems pretty clear based on the footage from the trailer that Patrick Stewart's Professor Xavier, that version... Uh, has the Illuminati, right? He's part of the freaking Illuminati. So my guess is instead of doing like a classic comic book Illuminati, okay. my guess is they're doing a multiversal Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So sure. Because if you look at the imagery, yep. you can make out kind of some bodies. But this is my guess as... so. Yeah, let's main, hear your roster. The main, the main Illuminati... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, is Iron Man. Okay. Yep. Um, Professor X. Right. Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, then they have uh, Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Yep. Black Panther. Yep. Namor. Yep. And then... I think that's it. Is it just those six? Those are the ones... I did you say like Mr. Fantastic? Mr. No, I did not. There okay. it is. Mr. Fantastic. Okay. I thought you had. So there's seven. Is that the full roster? I believe so. So... Yep. My theory is then we'll have Patrick Stewart at represent, as, as himself. Yep, agreed. <laughs> and then uh, I'm assuming that um, Mordo will take over Doctor Strange's role in the Illuminati. Because mm, mm-hmm. I think you can make him out kind of sure. in that. Sure. My guess is they're going with the superior Iron Man, Tony Stark, to be that the Iron Man of that. So then there's yep. world number three. Yep. My guess. And probably not played by Robert Downey Jr., right? No. Well, Different actor is what we're thinking. We're thinking 
Top Gun himself. That's what we're thinking. <laughs> we're going. We're going all in on Tom Cruise. Okay. If it's Tom Cruise, he better get blown up. <laughs> Towards the end. I hope. I hope his suit's nicknamed Maverick. That'd be hilarious. Listen, I actually have like nothing genuinely against Tom Cruise. I don't want him in the MCU for some reason. I'm all for like this superior Iron Man. Great. Give me another version of Iron Man. Don't make it Tom Cruise. I don't. That's my that's my wish here. I'm gonna be honest. I don't care. I think it's kind of a funny nod because he was considered for the role. Fair originally. enough. Okay. So okay. it's kind of like, hey, imagine if we wouldn't have picked RDJ. <laughs> you know, we, this All is right. what you would have got. And All then, right. Because that's fair. Let's be that's real. fair. He will not probably show up as Tony Stark again after this movie. My doubt. That's where I could be okay with it. The only, That's where I could be okay with it. In my opinion, the only way we see him again yep. is in a what if episode. Yep. Okay. And they're like, okay, okay. this is what happened in his sure. universe. Sure. Okay. So we have those three established. Right. My guess for the Black Panther representation, if there is one, I would go the Michael B. Jordan route and give you an alternate. Okay. Um, you bet. Yes. I would love that. Um, with Mr. Fantastic, my guess is it will be the original. Sure. And then... Old Ian uh, Grofeld. And then uh, Doctor Strange will kind of form his own Illuminati. And then the new one that will be our Mr. Fantastic will be a part of that group. Gotcha. That'd be my guess. Gotcha. And then so we have... We so have, he gets inspired by this multiversal Illuminati. Yeah. Okay. Would be my guess. I don't sure. Know, again, guess. Love the guess. And then Love it. Well, we have Namor, and that could be anybody. And Black Bolt, it's, that could be anybody, too. I think, I think for sure it will be Black Bolt, whether it's the guy who played In Black In this Bolt. newly formed Doctor Strange yeah. Illuminati. No, no, I'm, I'm you're talking saying, the multiverse. Okay, one. okay, tracking with you. Yes. I don't, because I don't think, the, I don't think in, they'll introduce our Namor in that. I think right. they'll wait for Black Panther, okay. too. Okay. That's my opinion. Fair. So, uh, but yeah. That's great. That's my guess. Because then you can kind of have like a more edgy, like multiversal, like they're they're not great, they're not bad, but they're just kind of like, ugh, mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that borderline, which is what they're supposed to be anyways. But yeah, kind of towing the line between doing good, doing evil. Like there's always the the higher purpose that they're trying to serve, but do they really serve it very well? Exactly. Sometimes not so much. But I think it. I think it's a cool way to pass the baton on to who they want for the yeah. next roles for those characters. Yeah. Like if they, um, if they bring in James McAvoy as their Professor X for the MCU, mm-hmm. or if and if they bring in John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic for right. the MCU, right? This this is the way to do it. Be like, okay. Here's all the former guys. This is all for you. And then sure. this is what you're getting now. Yeah. It'd be kind of a cool pass. Yeah. Yeah. But um It's great to have Patrick Stewart in there. Like I I really enjoyed the original X-Men movies. The first X-Men movie that came out back in two thousand, like, has not aged well, or I should say it it no, that that's the right way of saying it. You watch it now, and it's hard to appreciate. When it came out, it was a really big deal. And as you might expect with a movie that's that dated, it's uh, there are strengths to it. Like, the story is sound. It's not terribly overt. It's fairly uh, 
It's fairly subtle in a lot of ways. It's not very loud. So it kind of does itself a favor in that respect. But the you know the special effects obviously don't hold up nearly as well as you would uh, as you would hope. X Men Two, awesome, awesome movie. That is one of the best superhero movies that you'll ever see. It's outstanding. And then X Men Three didn't quite uh, didn't quite pay off the first two. Very similar arc for what it's worth, just in terms of. First one being like, well, that's pretty good. Second one, that's amazing. Third one's going to be great. and Not really to the original Spider-Man trilogy. And they came <laughs> out like in similar in similar times as well. So uh, just kind of bizarre how that took place. Point is, I'm excited to see more of Patrick Stewart. That's great. Um, even if it is in a kind of a variant role. He was such a great, such a well-chosen professor. Xavier just lent immediate gravitas to oh, the role sure. where it's like yeah i believe that 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 dude is the world's most powerful mutant no question he's got to be um so that was outstanding I, I would love it if we had either of the magnetos show up in this movie oh i hope it's michael fassbender right i mean i'm not counting I like on the it. other guy i like yep. the other guy too. ian mckellen ian was McKellen, outstanding that, in, in that fantastic. role they were both great but for me as much as anything I'm just looking forward to getting the mutants back, man. Me too. And so with that, how about Wanda in this trailer? She was portrayed more in an adversarial role where it looks like she's maybe not so much working with Doctor Strange. Like that's obviously where it starts, but it doesn't look like that's gonna that's gonna work out too well. Dude, she's got her own agenda. Man, and she is still like She's so damaged, right? You think of how WandaVision, the show, ended. It didn't end well for Wanda. No. Like, she powered up, but lost that's... Lost her kids. Right, lost her kid, lost Vision, lost the you know, the world that she created for her family to live in. So, just went through a fresh batch of devastation. And so, hard to imagine that she's in a very healthy or good place. Oh, for sure. So you just I don't know, you just feel bad for her character at this point. Like, has there been another character in the MCU that's just been run over no. to the extent that Wanda has? And I think the line in the trailer from her is perfect yep. when she's yep. talking to Doctor Strange because she's just like, you know, you can mess the world up, break the rules, and you're a hero. I break right. the rules. I'm I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I think she's just gonna embrace that from now on and be like, look. Right. I'm going to do some messed up crap because right. I want my kids back. Yep. And she does yep. not care. Yeah. It's also, now it's also interesting too because I remember when they were talking about this movie originally mm-hmm. that they were talking, because we're getting Shumagorath or whatever, the sure. the weird alien tentacle right. monster right. Um, that they can't call because it's owned by some other, whatever, franchise. But Oh, really? They can't actually I think it's like it? Conan the Barbarian. Oh my god. It's originally a Conan the Barbarian villain. Okay. So it's not going to be okay. Shuma Gorath, but it's Shuma Gorath. <laughs> um, but it's interesting to see that he's having nightmares at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, and I know Nightmare was like a rumored yep. Yep. villain for this. So I'll be right. curious to see if they're actually doing that. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. I'm very intrigued. Yeah. There's, it's fascinating to me how well they've kept the secrets of this movie because 
for all of our conjecture and prognosticating here, we're going to get into this movie and see a lot of things, both in terms of characters, storylines, plot twists that we could never have anticipated. Like, we went into Spider-Man No Way Home going, listen, if they don't show us Toby and Andrew... We riot. We riot. Right, there will be riots. It was the worst kept secret. They're going to be in the freaking movie. And they were, which was great. We enjoyed that. All the rumors that are out there are just founded in speculation of, hey, this could happen or this would be cool if... It has nothing to do with leaked photos from the set Mm-mm. of you know press releases, of even parsing through the trailers. I mean, you can slow that trailer down. You can pick it apart piece by piece. You're still just left guessing, and you might be right. But even if you're right, you're not getting enough to be able to dictate big or significant storylines. So great job by Marvel at keeping that... <laughs> keeping that fort enclosed. I'm I'm just looking forward at this point to seeing it, to being surprised. I'm very excited for that dynamic as just an audience member. Um, I'm fascinated to see what they do with Mordo. I think he's a really worthwhile Doctor Strange adversary. And so I hope that he doesn't just get kind of brushed off to the side here. I think he's got some real potential to be a, a fantastic adversary for Doctor Strange for movies and years to come. For me, the weirdest thing with him is he didn't show up again. He did not show up in the fight against Thanos. Mm. So what was this dude doing? Mm -hmm. Because he's not technically a a villain yet. Sure. He wasn't a villain at the end of the the Doctor Strange movie. He's just kind of a rival where him and Doctor Strange, you know, separate. Kind of part part ways. Right, right. They've got a lot in common, but two, yeah, a lot of common respect, but just different ways of going about uh, approaching a similar goal yeah yeah and then i guess and we, we can leave it off with this my my question is because they talk about it in the trailer like dr strange did something to, to do this yes He's the reason this is caused mm. so my thing is is this the result of the spider-man movie with him doing that spell and then for some reason even after everybody forgot the world is Peter Parker, it still didn't fix it all the way. Because then the question becomes, well, if that's the case, and they know about that spell, <laughs> then Doctor Strange is going to figure out who Peter Parker is again. Real quick. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's certainly one possible consequence. I mean, it's also possible that the that the spell fractured the... <laughs> this is going to be such a weird word kind of fractured the membrane between the multiverses made it more fragile to where all of a sudden instead of it being almost impossible to go from one universe to another now there's just more crossover taking place i i don't know but the thing that i always come back to is the loki show yeah i was just gonna say that yes. or is it the loki show where yes right that's right where this picks up right because how on earth does that fit into the multiverse Appearing, being created, I, I don't know. Because we only see callbacks to WandaVision. Right. Out of any other previous show. There's, tell you what, 
there's the twist that's going to come that we're not going to be able to predict how it comes. But Loki's going to show up in this movie. He should. He's going to show up in this movie, and it's going to be significant when he does. So I love that they're not showing him to us at all. But that's my... That's me calling my shot for this movie. Loki's going to show up, and what happened at the end of the show is going to coalesce with the multiverse opening up in this movie. Like That finally is going to come together and have some semblance of resolution for us as audience members who are still (laughs) currently going, okay, how does all of this line up? And where's our season two? And, right? And where is more Owen Wilson? Yeah. Where's my boy Mobius? Wow. Yeah, exactly. Give me my guy. So I'm looking forward to this movie, Riley. Great job marketing by Marvel. Outstanding Beautiful. job at keeping things tight. Loved everything that we got to see. Patrick Stewart, the mutants. The other shot that we've called, Wanda's bringing the mutants in. That's what we think. We would love to see that. Love to see that. So at this point, let's just go see it. I'm excited. I am too. Let's do it. I really am. It's going to be great. It's yes. going to be great. Yeah. That's outstanding. Okay. Book of Boba Fett. Okay. So you've only seen the first episode. Saw correct? the first episode. Okay. Wasn't particularly gripped. Wasn't like turned away necessarily, but I was just like, okay. Okay. That's so what I got. Question. Have you seen the Clone Wars animated show? No. Okay, so there's no. going to be some things that I'm going to mention that won't make sense. That's perfectly fine. Can, so, I, can I say that in that first episode, he got out of that Sarlacc pit awfully quickly, I thought. I mean, kudos to Boba. Yeah, that dude got messed up, man. But, I mean, he just, like, flame ignited the flamethrower, and it's like, out. Anyway, uh, anyway my, one, my one nit that I'll pick. So acting like I know what I'm talking about. I thought there were okay. So character from a character aspect, there were cool characters that they brought into it. Mm-hmm. They brought back the Hut twins, or well, they, okay. I shouldn't say they brought brought them back. They might be a thing, but either way, they brought the Huts back. Huts are in, which was only for an episode, and they kind of just oh. dinked off. Okay, which is kind of a bummer. Dinked them, but it was very it, that was, dinked them. It was interesting. Sure, I would like to see more of their role in like a live action sense yeah. because they have a little bit in the clone wars cartoon okay. okay but when it comes to like i think it'd be a cool thing to explore their yeah. like gangster family right. thing because that's right. pretty much what they came in they, they're going to reclaim java's territory for themselves okay and then uh they get they send assassins to kill boba yep and then they come in, and they're like, yeah, so you got other people that are going to be coming, and we don't want to be involved in that, mm-hmm. so you can just have it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get uh, they get their own buddy in the form of a Wookiee, Black oh, Chris nice. Stanson. Nice. And, dude, this Wookiee is a badass. <laughs> dude, I, when I, he's got... He's got taser knuckles, uh, like brass knuckles with tasers. That's great. So he's just... Shouldn't every Wookiee have that? I wish. Yeah. They should. Yeah. But like, you know, where... Chewbacca's walking around with a crossbow, which is fantastic, yeah. but that's all they give him. But this dude likes it personal in your face, because mm-hmm. there's this there's this fight with Bobo where Boba's just getting thrown around left and right by this dude. <laughs> I don't know how he survives. Um, that's a cool pull. They yep. bring back um, 
the uh well we'll just get into that now so the first four episodes are basically boba fett establishing the land yep establishing uh kind of taking over jabba's territory yeah right? he's the guy now yep you kind of see him slowly recruiting people for this war sure that's gonna take well no yeah the war for the land for the yep. territory and kind of like you can see what happened after the sarlacc pit Sure. And he basically okay. gets, in, in summary for that, he basically gets taken in by um, the Tuscans. Okay. Like a Tuscan sure. clan. And then sure. he pretty much, like, they teach him how to fight with their sticks. Damn sand people, and then man. He, and then he, like, gets some money and stuff. Basically, they all get murdered. Oh! At the end. That always happens by, to sand people. But they think it's one group, but it's the main adversaries of okay. this. Okay. Um, so then episode five rolls around, and this is where it got good for me. Okay? <laughs> because for some reason, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's have just two episodes of the Mandalorian in the Boba Fett series. Jeez. So five and six Jeez. is mainly focused on Mando. Like, there's all these jokes about Boba just making a... They're like, hey... Boba makes a cameo appearance in the Book of Boba Fett because <laughs> you don't see him very much. So, uh, episode five, it's uh, Mandalorian comes in. Um, you get to see him throw around the black, the dark saber. Yep. For the like the first oh, time. Man. And uh, can I just like skip to episode five and watch it? Um, y- yes. Ish. Yes. Okay. I would. Uh, I would write. Like I said, the only main, because I'm going to be honest, the flashbacks for me annoyed me, because mm. I wish, for me, I wish they would have just done the first two episodes, just him coming out of the Sarlacc pit. Yep. Because yep. like, a good portion of these flashbacks all happen when he's in this like vat trying to heal. Sure. Because, you know, he got sure. destroyed by the Sarlacc pit. Sure. Um. And he's the those back digestive tank. juices just don't really the back to tank. Oh, yeah. he doesn't shut up about the back to tank. It's like, bro, <laughs> if you keep getting beat up like you're getting beat up, you're gonna live in the back to tank. <laughs> Your goal um, should be to not be in the back to tank. Yeah, so sure. he becomes less bounty hunter, more like like a general s guy. But okay. um, okay. so yeah, so episode five. Comes around, he finds some other Mandalorians. He finds, uh, if you remember from season one, yep. the, the lady who made his armor. Right. She's there, and then there's another nice. Mando guy. And uh, basically, the spear that he gets, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to make weapons out of the that that metal. Oh. So they melt it down, and he makes chainmail for Baby Yoda. What? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. So, come on, because that's what he wants to do. He wants to go see Grogu again, and then, uh, mm-hmm. basically, b- between him and the other Mando guy, they decide that they're gonna have a duel because the other guy wants the dark saber. Oh, so Boy, a lot of selfishness around that dark mm-hmm. saber. Yep, and then the Mando wins, and then there's this weird, like, culty esque vibe where it's like you have to take your mask off. And he's like. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're no longer Mandalorian. Get out. So now he's on this quest to become a Mandalorian again. Oh, my gosh. And um, Cults, man. So that's where they set him off. Um, 
for episode five. Episode six. My dude. We get a full episode with Luke involved. And wow. you get to watch him train wow. Grogu. Yep. Um, there's uh, this scene. This is gold. It's beautiful. This is gold. Ahsoka. Yep. She comes yep. in. Yep. She's chilling on the same planet. Like Mando comes in to see the kid. Instead, R two D two. That's who he lands to is R two, and then R two takes him to her, and then he's like, "Yeah." So he gives her the chain mail. You get this whole training montage kind of thing with Grogu. Awesome. Ahsoka says something along the lines of, "You remind me a lot of your father mm-hmm. to Luke," which mm-hmm. is hard to awesome. hear. Well, yes, yeah. Like he's, she's talking about when he was Anakin. Okay. Okay. So it's like, Aw. okay. Okay. He takes it well. Yeah. So, uh, and then basically at the end of this episode, Luke, it's Luke and Grogu. Grogu's sitting in front of him and he goes, All right, you have, a, I mean, the uh, Mando dropped some stuff off for you. Um, I'm going to let you pick, like, what, what you want. Okay. So he lays down the chain mail and then he's like, so you take this, you're going to go with the Mando for the rest of your life, whatever. Mm. Like, I'm not going to train you anymore. Pretty much you're saying okay. you're not going to okay. give up your attachment. Sure. And then he goes, or I can give you this lightsaber. Yep. yep. And it's, Yoda, it's Yoda's lightsaber, uh, which is badass. And then that's the cliffhanger of episode six, by the way. Okay. So, uh, oh, and I forgot to mention, Mando gets a new uh, vehicle. Sure, to ride new around. ship. Yep, it's like a it's like a Naboo starfighter. Okay, yep. So it's kind of yep. like a nod to the prequels. Gotcha. Um, and then episode seven is when they finally have the the fight between Boba and the other goons. Yep. Okay, because yep. towards the end of six, uh, that's when they. S- trigger the fight because they blow up some place sure and then uh you get these crazy scenes where it's boba fett fighting like these two gigantic you remember like the roly-polies of course that's i know that's not what they're called but imagine (laughs) two of those gigantic Okay. And they, they don't roll, but they're huge, and they're uh, hard to take out. They get yeah. the shields. Yes. Yeah, so they have to fight two of those. <laughs> There's a beautiful... Those droids suck. There are beautiful fight scenes yep. where it's Boba and Mando together fighting because they basically are pinned up in this spot. Come on. And those two are fighting, and then they send Fennec off to go kill some other people. Yep, um, yep. So it's those two fighting, yada, yada, yada. And then... Boba's like, yo, I'll be right back. I got to get some help. Can you handle this? He's like, I guess. Like, do what you got to do. I, these things are huge. And uh, he goes and gets... Uh, so from the Hut twins, Yep. he's gifted... Um, oh, man, why is this? Do you remember in... I think it's Return of the Jedi? Sure. When Luke, oh, when Luke falls into the that, cage? Yep, I do. And the Rancor. Yes. Yes. They gifted him a Rancor. So, and they mention... That is no joke of a gift. No, and they mention to, like, there's a Rancor, like, trainer or whatever. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and he basically is like, 
Yeah, people used to ride these things. No. So Boba comes in, riding on the Rancor. I swear to God, it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, reins and everything. And then Jeez. you get to watch Boba on a Rancor fight these two massive droids. That's awesome. Um, And then... Yeah, I mean, and then that's, that's pretty so much great. it. There's, and then you get the ending. All the, all these uh, good guys win, bad guys lose. Right, right. Uh, Mando and Baby Yoda kind of just fly off into the sunset. Sure. Together. Sure. And uh, so does that mean Grogu chose the chainmail? Correct. Wow. Yes, and then uh, that bond is real. Yeah, and then Boba, it just shows him with the rest of his crew. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great recap. Love it. My Love problems it. with this show. Let's hear them. Okay. Let's hear them. First of all, the first four episodes are slow as hell. Yeah. They take, they drag it out. Pretty tough. It kind Pretty of tough. sucks. Yeah. Okay. But if you can like pick up on the, the minor importance of detail, that's what matters. Another thing that bothers me is now for the third season of Mando, yep. if you didn't watch Boba Fett, you're going to be like, Grogu's back? <laughs> right. Like, what? Why is right. Grogu back? Right. And that leads into my main rant, like my main issue, okay? Uh, this might be an unpopular opinion. <laughs> I'm done with Baby Yoda, okay? Mm. I, mm-hmm. I was ready to be done with Baby mm-hmm. Yoda. I was, I was like, going to ask, okay, I, I was going to ask how you <laughs> felt about that particular twist. Because I was cool with him like going off the Jedi and being yep. done. Yep. I was like, okay, Luke's going to train him. He's going to start this stuff, and it'll be sweet. Right. And then, so I was hoping he would choose Yoda's lightsaber. That would be super awesome. And then, because now I have this issue of Mando guarding this baby throughout this entire Mandalorian series. Sure. So, the only way I'm okay with this is if, for some reason, he's just the next time we see him is a teenager. Mm. Now, <laughs> this can work in the way that Yoda's species is weird. And they rapidly <laughs> age. So if that happens, That's I'm great. cool with it. Because yeah. I, I'm not going to listen to, stop that. Don't do that. And then, whatever. I'm done with that. I'm ready to move on to other things. A little I, more adulting here. Di- Disney, I get you want to make money. And I know that thing is money. Yep. He's green for a reason. But do like a cartoon or something with him in that case. <laughs> like for the, the younger kids. Sure. Because I'm so, like, yeah, do a younger. Do yeah, a, from a storytelling perspective, I agree. It, it just seems like that was such a natural uh, conclusion to that particular arc with like, Mando and Baby Yoda. It's, and it was such a epic scene with Luke appearing out of nowhere. Like, nobody anticipated that. No. And so to it feels like that has been cheapened by... Grogu going back with yeah 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 so hard to hard to reconcile that very satisfactorily at this point so yeah but definitely you probably like fast forward through the first four parts oh and I there is part of it that I did forget to mention so do you remember the guy who had Boba Fett's armor before Boba Fett and Mando season Man. two, yeah, like uh, yep, yep, because it was the first first episode yep. of season two, right? Where they 
Uh, gosh, what was the name of that actor? Timothy Oliphant, who played essentially, he was kind of like the, the, like the ranger, the sheriff. almost sheriff. Thank yeah. you, sheriff. Yep. Okay. So he makes yep. an appearance back because they <laughs> need they need more numbers. Okay. So Mando's okay. like, yeah, I'll go get recruit these guys. this guy. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's great. Towards the end of episode five, or towards the end of episode six, mm-hmm. there's this amazing scene, and it's more for the Clone Wars fans. But there is this uh, the the main gr- group of villains send their bounty hunter that they have, mm-hmm. uh, Cad Bane. Okay, recognize the name. Total badass. Yeah, you should look him up. Yeah, um, major role in the Clone Wars cartoon. Uh, Dave Filoni brought him back. Yep. Um, the sheriff has a deputy at this point. Okay. <laughs> and the deputy is stupid. Okay. But anyways, Cad as Bane, deputies tend to be, they're usually there to get killed. He basically comes in. He's like, don't mess with any, don't let the, let, let the spice run through Tatooine. Don't get involved in this fight. Deputy's going to start shooting Cad Bane wings the main sheriff dude in the shoulder mm-hmm. murders the deputy like shoots him 12 times super Leaves. dead yes yeah, super, super dead. dead yep super definitively dead. gone but then there's this beautiful like him and boba because boba's a former bounty hunter there's like yep. this cool like transition like or sure. not transition but at least this cool like just vibe between yes them. when yeah. and they fight in episode seven okay and then yeah, I'll, I'll let you That's watch great. that. But he's great. he's a great character. You'll watch yeah. that and be like, I want to see more of that mm. guy. Yeah, because he's cool. Yeah. But they pretty much yes, I'll leave it at that. So but, how do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel about the show holistically? Now that you've gotten through it, I, I think your the nits that you're picking are very valid. From what I know, whoops, sorry, losing my mic. From what I know, we're just gonna do this. <laughs> from what I know of the show and from what you shared. Uh, it seems really valid. How do you feel about it now that it's concluded? Are you going, hey, that made sense, that was worthwhile, or was that overall just okay, lacking? Where are you at with that? At this point, I don't need a season two. Yeah. If we were to get a season two, I would want it off of Tatooine. Yep. I'm kind of done with Tatooine. Yep. I, like... There's a lot of galaxy out there. Yeah, right? and we are stuck on a desert planet. Mm-hmm. Like, if they do a season two, I think it would be cool to see him go to, like, the Huts planet. Sure. That would be cool. That'd be something I'd be up for. Yeah. Or, like, just him on some quest to, like, recruit more people for his, his group. Because let me tell you right now, the stupid, stupid idiots that he recruited on... Freaking Vespa scooters. That's so stupid. By the way, can we just talk about this for a second? I have. You, I'd love first to. of all, have Hit you me. seen the image of the, these Vespas? It's these like mini like. Well, if you're using you know Vespa like transportation in a battle, you're gonna lose. They have. You're gonna lose. Okay. They have this. You're bringing mass- a moped to a motorcycle fight, bro. They have this massive fight. Yep. Not a single one of those blew up. Are you kidding me? They should have blown them all up. They should have all got blown up. Right. Should have all got blown up. I Those look so bad. <laughs> I am not intimidated. They should have been there just to get blown yeah, up. Right? I'm not intimidated at all. 
by by those. If I saw a dude with a gun on that thing, I'd be like, that's a BB gun. That's mm. not going to do anything to me. Mm-hmm. That's not, yep. I am not intimidated. In yep. fact, I just want to laugh at you. Right. Vespa scooters. Shame. Anyways. Freaking Vespas, man. I hope those are blown up and gone. Um, I... He can ride the Rancor in a battle any day of the week. <laughs> that was badass. I liked I liked Black Chrysantin. Yep. The Wookiee. The Wookiee dude is sick. He had some sweet fight scenes. Mm. So, and he's still around for with Boba. Okay. So, okay. it's great muscle there. I don't know. I would like to, I guess I would like to see more bounty hunter-esque things with Boba, he- Boba Fett. Right. Which is what I expected going into this. Yeah. I, I mean, As opposed I know, to him kind of settling into a territory and just yeah that settling. I mean, I and I know, like, I understand, like, at the end of Mando season two, he, he sat on the throne and it set up for this. But yeah. for me, that's what I would want out of a Boba Fett series. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems the pieces that I've picked up, having not watched it myself and then hearing more from you is outstanding. It seems like there are plenty of worthwhile like individual characters and worthwhile scenes yeah just from a story perspective does not seem as if there was enough to justify an entire season of boba fett centered correct episodes especially when two out of the seven barely have boba fett in it and are more about hey remember the mandalorian well of course we do we're gonna focus on that and Look, I love that they brought the Mando in because I like seeing him interact with more Mandalorians. Yep. Because I think that's a really cool concept. Yep. But for a Boba Fett series, right. to me, right. this felt like more of a Mandalorian spinoff show than mm. an actual Boba Fett TV series. Sure. Sure. And that's what I would... I want it Boba-focused. Like, if they were to do a season two, I'd... This is gonna sound crazy because keep I Mandalorian love Mandalorian out of it. Yeah, keep yeah. The Mandalorian. I love. Yeah. I love that he was in it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I. I mean, I love that you brought Luke again. I love that you brought Ahsoka in. Right. But it's like the same time. If they don't fit into the that story and doesn't make sense, then right. don't have them in there. Yeah. Like it worked yeah. for the Mandalorian. Yeah. It didn't work for this. Yeah. I, I mean, it did work because it was fantastic. It was awesome, but. Episodes five yeah, and six that. should have been the first two episodes of season three of Mandalorian. Yep. Yep. In my opinion. Totally get that. So. Well, thanks for fighting the good fight, getting through that show. I uh, appreciate you doing that for me so I can just watch episodes five, six, and seven uh, and be like, be, woo! To be honest, you could probably like <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, enough of uh, recaps of one through recaps four. Recaps one through four. Yeah, yeah. Kind of feeling. And the then point. just, yeah, start at number five. That's great. I. I turned on number five, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I I had no idea Mandalorian. I didn't see anything about him coming yep. in. Yeah. So I remember watching it. Like I watched like the first minute and I explained this to you, I think, um, off camera last time we filmed. Right. But there's they're at this like butcher shop and you can see the outline of like a man Mandal- yep. the Mandalorian armor. Yep. I'm like, oh Boba's gonna mess some people up right here i was like let's <laughs> let's go let's. or it was either that or i was like who's yes. he recruiting right like who's he going after and then mandalorian comes plays. out and i was like <laughs> and i go what and then i pause it i'm like chance mandalorian is in this he's like no way i was like yeah he's like you want to watch it with me he's like 
all right <laughs> i'm in i'm in so that's great yeah it was that that was good yeah that was good that's great love it all right good stuff good but, stuff well here's hoping that regardless of what direction they go like if they choose to go with season two that they've got as you said more boba focused material and that they've got material that's worth focusing on um it might just be best to call it a one and done we'll see but what is for certain is that more of the mandalorian is almost always a good, good thing yeah yeah and the thing is too they did not leave it off for yeah. like season two which right. i actually like but i and i did see the actor for boba fett be like if we do a season two i would want to hunt down like an older mace windu and i'm like nice. and i go in nice. theory, that's a cool idea. At the same time, leave him dead. <laughs> I honestly want Mace to stay dead. Yeah. Because he was such a strong yeah. Jedi. Right. Where if you bring him right. back, it just... I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't. Because they, they would have used him in other ways. Yeah. Just let him die by Palpatine. That's a badass death. I get that. Or, I well, get that. But, you know, you know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's great. But. Well, hey, that's that's a hearty bit of uh, meat on the bone. Why don't we why don't we save Lord of the Rings talk for for the next episode? You do? What do you say? I think so. I think so because I really want to get into that. I mean, I'm excited for that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to talk a little while about it. I, I don't think I can me. limit myself. That's great. That's great. Anything else you want to hit on, Riles? Uh, let's see here. We got we got Boba. We got, got Boba. Doctor Strange. We got. Did we want to touch on the DC stuff? Let's save it. There wasn't a lot new there in my mind. What do you think? Well, I did not watch. The, there's a video, apparently, yeah. of some of the DC stuff. I did not get a chance to watch it. Yeah. So I, maybe save that for... Yeah, nothing Nothing really worth hitting on. Nothing new. Um, I think DC is still trying to be like, hey, we're still here. It's like, yeah. Okay. They did release some set okay. photos you can look up. Um, I, I saw what Hawkman's going to look like. Yep. I saw what Adam Smasher is going to look like. And I saw what dr fate's gonna look like and sure <laughs> yeah i i think Let's we're go. i think we're my guess would be that when the batman comes out here in the next month or so there will be a official trailer that will release with the batman that makes for sense. black adam that that, that, that's sense. what i think is happening i think they've got plenty of footage and frankly with black adam coming out in july it's like eh, you should probably start that hype train up now uh, and I think that's going to be the case. I think so too. I I do actually have faith in this movie, so that's mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Same. All because of Dwayne. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be glorious. It's yeah. going to be great. Um. Well, on that note, that's good, man. Should we wrap it up? Let's do. Let's All wrap. Right. Um. As always, follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um. Again, we do have highlights on our YouTube page now, so you go bet. ahead and check those out if you want. Just little snippets, mm -hmm. little snippets. Mm -hmm. Little morsels, little teases. Um, I think that's it. That's great. God bless. Peace.